Hi, how are you doing? Welcome back to Unapologetically Raji. This is Raji Hassan and I have another, well, another long message. Another story that was sent to me on Instagram that I'm going to read out. And if you don't know, I read out situations that ladies have been um, through and they share their journey and it's a, it's a way for them to release it from them. Um, remember, if you've been through anything in your life that has been traumatic, you've had in-law problems, um, general issues that have, you know, and, they, and you know, you feel like they're still um, sitting inside of you, you need to release it. When you release it, you'll feel free and you'll be able to grow and progress in life. Unfortunately, all these negative things that happen when they sit inside of us to cause health problems um, and they sit, in, they sit in your mind and they occupy space which um, that space can be used for something good, right? Um, so, let's get started. So, hi Raji, how are you doing? I have a topic I'd like you to read on your podcast. It's an issue I went through about 10 years ago and one that mentally and emotionally scarred me. Um, it is it is quite possible, quite possibly linked to the Indian culture, but I feel there may be other people out there of other cultures who have been through something similar, and maybe they didn't have a way to release all of the hurt that built up inside of them, just like how I had felt at the time. So, um, I was diagnosed with... Um, is it so psoriatic uh, okay psoriatic arthritis yeah thank you she's actually written the pen how you would pronounce it psoriatic um at the age of 24 just shy of my eldest son's first birthday my husband was a great support however his older brother and his wife so my jit and jitani so that is what the indian names are for the older brother and wife of your husband um, were really horrible to me. My mother-in-law was having to help out and hence they were forced to help out because they didn't want their mum doing stuff for me. I couldn't do any of the house chores. I couldn't even look after my baby and I was relying on people. Along with the physical pain, my mental health started suffering as I became very closed, negative and a bitter person. Sometimes I felt like I was going off the rails. At the back of my mind, I knew something wasn't right, as I believed that behind my back, my brother-in-law and his wife would talk about me to my in-laws and basically badmouth me. Um, they used to taunt me and sarcastically make remarks about the house being messy, knowing full, well, sorry, knowing full well that I couldn't lift a finger, or they would tell my mother-in-law to sit down if she got up to wash dishes. Basically. Oh my god. Okay, so they tell her to sit down if she was washing if she was if she had to wash the dishes, saying she is no one's slave. Basically having a dig at me and my situation. What complete idiots. I'd say something else. Idiots is such a kind word. So with me, once I had my baby, my joints started to hurt as well. So bad. Um for me though, I went for a blood test and they said it could be um uh, what's that word now? It's arthritis, but it's uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And I'd actually struggled so much, like even till this day, so six months on, I can now chop an onion. Um, I could not chop an onion. My husband had to do so much for me. Um, and I'm so appreciative that he was able to help and support me that way. 
um, obviously with me and my husband, it's just me and my husband in the house, you know, but, oh my god, it, it is really bad, if they could, if they could not support you, and they were bad-mouthing you, and they were saying that to the mother-in-law, that you're no one's slave, and you're going through all this pain, I mean, I couldn't even hold my girl either, I couldn't, I struggled, I mean, when I tried to hold her, my, my, my arms were shaped, because I was in so much pain, um, so I can only imagine, that, that is so horrible, um, so things took a turn for the worse, when my son's eczema got worse, and my brother-in-law and his wife would say things like, uh, if you can't look after him, let us adopt him, oh my god, seriously, seriously, oh my god, or, we are going to get in touch with the social services because you are neglecting him, wow, oh my, you should have just slapped them straight there and then, slapped them so hard, even though it would have hurt you as well, right, even me, I'd do it, I'd slap someone so hard, even if it had hurt me, because how dare they talk like that, how dare they say that, oh my god, ah, oh, you know, so I'd normally swear a lot in real life, I'd probably be saying a load of words to this, you know, I wonder, what is the relationship like now between you guys? I, I would love to know. Um, So, I really couldn't understand how people that are meant to be your family could say things like that. To cut a long, long story um short, my husband jumped on the bandwagon and would get cross with me for not doing any of the housework. Oh, my. Um, because he was getting fed up of listening to his parents, his brothers, um, and, sorry, get fed up of listening to his parents and his brother and brother's wife bad-mouthing me and wished I wasn't ill as he couldn't be asked to listen to such negativity. So did your husband not, um, support you? Did he not say, okay, listen, I'll do this instead? Like, you know, I'll do that. Or did he not stick up for you and say, you know, stop doing it. This is actually a legit thing that she's going through and she's really struggling. I mean, if my husband did not stick up for me like that, I'd be like, mate, listen, I've carried our child, okay? I've carried our child for nine months. I delivered the baby and my joints are hurting. Stick up for me. Oh, my God. Honestly, some of the stories that I receive, I really think, like, the husbands need a reality check um, they really do, and then they need a good few, um, slaps, and they need to be, I don't know, they probably need a few other things as well for them to realise that their wife is there dealing with all the shit, with all the crap that they have to deal with, and what? Like, you, you just expect your wife to deal with it? I mean, how about if you lived with your in-laws, so with the wife's side, and her parents were getting at you every time, what would you do? Most likely you speak up, right? Most likely you speak up and be like, I'm not dealing with this anymore, I'm off. So why does your wife have to deal with it? Oh my god. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Seriously guys, I feel like screaming. Oh my god, what a complete such and such. Okay, so... Uh, my relationship with my husband broke down, my, depre my depression spiralled out of control, and I literally felt like killing myself, oh my god, no, okay, so, about two years after being diagnosed, I, uh, during an alterca altercation um, at my brother-in-law's house, my husband finally heard what I had been telling him, I thought was um, going on behind my back, 
He's so he finally heard what was actually being said. His brother said I was faking being ill so I don't have to do housework and so that my mother-in-law has to do everything. I was I was shocked to the core and became so breathless I couldn't breathe properly and I was crying. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. What kind of person pretends to be ill just to get out of doing housework? What kind of mother ignores and neglects her baby just because she tried to carry on with this um, charade of pretending to be ill? Where the medical, uh, where the medical um, professionals issuing me um, with painkillers and seeing me in the clinic because they were in on pretending, pretending to be ill nonsense. So where they're basically in it as well, you know, the doctors, the medical professions, you know. Um, my husband was shocked too. He took me by the hand and said, "Come on, we're leaving." When my in-laws came home from my husband, from my brother-in-laws. My husband had a go at them for not sticking up for me, but we were both appalled to find out they believed the same thing, that I was faking. Oh my god, okay. So yeah, I feel like, so this is such a common thing, okay? This is such a common thing, and I've heard it over and over and over. For some reason, when the daughter-in-law says, you know, I'm not feeling well, you know, or this isn't right, that isn't right, for some reason, in-laws think you're lying. Okay, they think you're lying about it. I don't know why, but they do. And in this case, obviously, they thought you were lying about it so you could get out of cleaning or you could get out of looking after your child. You know, you wouldn't have carried a child for nine months to get out of not looking after your child, right? But for some reason, they believe it. They think it's true. Um, you know that you're not that you're not being well. Um, that you're faking it. Um, so my husband was so cross at his parents. I have never seen him that way. Saying that I felt so shit is an understatement. But being being a decent human, I checked on checked in on my mill that night, so mother-in-law that night, as I could hear she was crying in bed. She was telling me how she, how hurt she felt that my husband spoke to her in that way. I couldn't contain myself and said, You're feeling hurt. How about the hurt you and dad have caused me? How about the hurt that your eldest son has caused me? Did you really think that my husband is going to be okay with you with you all saying that I'm a faking um, being ill? I told her that I would never want my husband speaking to her like that. But she is crying and feeling upset for all the wrong reasons and I left the room. Yeah, you know what it is? Oh my God. They always turn it to them. They'll turn it to them and they'll say, well, I can't believe he did that to me. I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he spoke to me like that. But what about you? Honest, honestly, right? I feel like as if daughter-in-laws, when they get married and when they go into their in-laws' house, they become invisible. Or they become like somebody who in-laws think they can mistreat. They can get away with it. Like, they've not got a family. They've not got a family anymore, okay? So they're not going to go to their family and talk to them. So they can treat them however they want to treat them. This, what you're saying, I have received numerous messages about this. Oh my god, and it is, it is bang out of order. Okay, so, as karma would have it, my brother-in-law lost his six-figure salary, he lost his home, and they had to move in with us. Oh my god, look at that. My brother-in-law also became ill and nearly lost his life, and their only son developed eczema. Fast, fast forward all these years, and we all get on now, but I will never forget the pain that they caused me. Oh my god. Oh my god. Seriously? 
So we all get on now. Obviously, I understand you won't forget it. I understand that. But why? Why do you all get on now? I'm not saying that you shouldn't, by the way. But it's like a rhetorical question. Why do you get on now? What? Because he lost his job? He became ill? Did he see the light that he did wrong? Did he apologise to you? Did his wife apologise to you? What? Oh my god. Okay, so the moral of this story is, if you're suffering from a condition that is taking over your life and it's not letting you live life to the full, please do not listen and get weighed down by other people's negative and hurtful comments because it'll end up being that it's not the condition that's um, not letting you live life to the full, but the damaging attitude of people and their snide and damn right rude views of you. So true. So true. You've said it. You've said it accurately. So true. I believe in God and if you do too, please continue to do so because all those that have caused you hurt will be dealt with by God. You don't need to dirty your mouth by saying anything bad back. Karma is a word um, meaning the result of the person's actions well as the actions um, themselves. So karma is a word meaning the result of a person's actions as well as the actions themselves. According to the theory of karma, what happens to a person happens because they caused it with their actions. This has been bottled up inside of me and I've never really spoken about it until now. Thank you for reading and I suppose listening, Rochi. You know what, honestly, I will listen to every single one of you. I will read your stories. I, I will read them. It doesn't matter how long they are, I will read them. Thank you so much for reaching out to me and actually sending this to me to read. I honestly appreciate it so much and I hope that it's helped you to release it as well um, by listening to this and everybody who is listening right now, I want you to know that even if you are going through a problem, you're going through a situation, it's a bit dark, you cannot see the light, you're feeling like what the hell is going on, you're gonna see that light everything is going to be fine and if people are causing you problems just like this lady has said there's karma i believe in karma i do i believe everything comes back if you do something bad it's going to come back to you okay always remember there is a mirror in front of you i did a video on this on instagram there's a mirror in front of you okay every time you do good good will come back. It bounces off that mirror and comes back to you, okay? Every time you do bad, it bounces off that mirror and it comes to you, just like Carmen. So thank you so much for sending this to me. Guys, if you want to um, release something from you, okay? You don't want to hold things inside you. If you want to let it go, write to me. You can either email me. I'll have my email in the, um, well, it'll be in a message here that you'll be able to see. Um, about this video, sorry, I keep on saying video, it's a talk, Reggie, a talk, um, so um, for this talk, there'll be a little description, I will have my email there, as well as my Instagram, you can always send me um, whatever you want to let go of, send it to me, and I'll be more than happy to talk about it, but thank you so much for listening, this is Unapologetically Reggie, I am Reggie Hassan, have a lovely day, and you guys will hear from me soon.